Hi, I'm Austin Erdman. And I'm Taylor Patton. Welcome to the Kitchen Table Podcast. We're here to motivate, educate, and relate to guys sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Welcome to episode number 38, Faith versus Trust. We're going to break down what trust is, what faith is, how they're the same, how they're different, what we're good at, what we're not good at, um, some ways that we think uh, we could trust or have more faith, um, and some ways by psychologists that they also say that you can have better trust in people. Um, so without further ado, let's go to the challenge from last week. Which was to be more passionate about trying to help people. I, I'm chilling. I, didn't, I think I did well at it. I, like patience is very key as we talked about last week when it comes to helping people and people only can be helped if they want to be helped like as we had a kid in issue at work and he he just shut down shut down for over three and a half hours before even talking or communicating we just sat there and can read it really honestly like kept trying different things different tactics uh, getting him to open up work and then uh, so it's just patience and then, I mean patience is a virtue yeah um, for me I don't know if I was really passionate about helping people but I did help people especially like the kids at school uh, made me kind of just angry about not listening and doing their work um, but I still said the directions again. I still um, tried to make sure that they were doing what they're supposed to be doing, even though it'd be a lot easier to just say, figure it out on your own. You didn't listen because um, I want them to be successful. So I was trying to, um, I guess, cut them the slack. And I also just thinking about like my fiance and I's relationship, how we've been trying to get a honeymoon planned and some other stuff done with the wedding. So being more passionate about her needs because um, I can be a pretty selfish person. So trying to think about like, hey, there's there's two people that I got to think about, not just one. Um, so give her a little bit more of attention um, <coughs> to make sure that her needs are catered to, um, not just me trying to get stuff done. So I don't know if I was, um, like I said, passionate about helping people, but I definitely realized that I needed to be more open helping people and not doing my own schedule which i was doing really well at and then i kind of went back into a little um i guess cave of my own trying to get stuff done because when i get stressed the best thing for me is to get stuff done um and i, I got the, everything i needed to get done we actually got it done yesterday i can't believe we actually got it done um so feeling a lot better about where things are at now yeah. i would say general. also uh, going back i'm i wouldn't say passion is more word but like i was more passionate about like Developing Putting the my, effort in, yeah. Developing my toolbox so when other kids come along in the shutdown, yeah. about like what works, what doesn't. Yeah, which I think more questions to ask. I think that's a good start, no matter what. Um, so, so I hope you guys uh, did well on the challenge as well. Uh, quote of the week this week is by um, Bob Harper. I'm actually gonna tweak a couple words in it uh, to make it more meaningful and of value to you guys. Um, so it says, "Believe." Believe in yourself, trust, trust the process, and change. And he says change forever, but I'm going to say change, change for the better. 
um, to get that 1% better. So one more time here by Bob Harper. Believe in yourself, trust in the process, and change for the better. Uh, once again, that's up on the, the Instagram on the Kitchen Table Pod. Uh, make sure you guys follow that, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, but I love this quote because it literally goes in exact what we're talking about. You got to believe or have that faith in yourself that you're doing the right thing. You got to trust that the process is going to, you're again on the right track and you're building that. You're doing some sort of process that's building, um, putting, building a stone, I think is what they say. Stacking the bricks is another one. And then change and not change forever because the change is inevitable. It's going to happen, but change for the better. Because if you change for the better, then you know that that trust in yourself or believing in yourself, that trust in the process is paying off. And I think that makes a huge difference, maybe not on the day-to-day, but it makes a huge difference if you look back six months or whatever. Let's say you're in a training cycle, so that might be nine nine to 13 weeks. When you look back on that training cycle, hopefully you can see that you got 1% better. Even if it's not 1% better every day, it could be 0.1% better every day. And next thing you know, in six months or six weeks, whatever it is, you're a lot better off as well. That's I just kind of came across that quote. And I thought it was great um, for this episode. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. Um, Always force yourself to level up. Yeah, and I like the like trust back to the working out example, trust in the process. I'm reading a book um, that's called my fiance gave it to me. It's called Why We Get Sick, and we're talking about um, in the book about how we get sick because we um, change our body so much that we're not used to it. So like back in the day, they didn't have all this medicine, right? They just lived with it. They don't take ibuprofen for headaches. They just live with it, and now. The first thing we say is take two ibuprofen and let me know in the morning how you feel. All right. That just masks the the pain or the symptoms. It doesn't solve the problem. The best thing to do is to actually get the disease. Similar to like COVID. The best thing to do is to get COVID because then you have the natural immunity. It really is. I mean, obviously, if you have a better day, go get COVID. If you have, (laughs) it will make you better because it literally says immunity is a sign of strength. And disease, like getting a disease is a form of weakness. I shouldn't say uh, disease. I should say uh, having some sort of pathogen enter your body um, is the immune deficiency part. So same thing, like we take all this um, protein, creatine uh, supplements but if you're taking too many of them, it's not where this, you really got to pick and choose what you know works. And now there's the other side of this is that I want to get to is that if you take all of them, you don't know which one is working because if you stop one at a time, you don't know if that was the right one that's helping you because you still could be benefiting. So if I take pre-workout protein uh, and then I have the Targo, and I take supplements every day, vitamins, whatever, you don't know if it's really helping you. So my suggestion to you would be to start with one. And the best way to regain muscle glycogen is to take a carbohydrate drink right after you work out. 
And the other day, Taylor said he feels Vitargo works because he wasn't taking it. And then he started taking it and he saw a recovery and better workout. So that tells me, this is just basic science, that that one supplement made a difference. So go and get yourself some Vitargo. You don't need to get sick then. If you have that uh, built up, you know there's one supplement that you can take that's going to help you. And if you don't have your health, you have nothing else in life. So everybody go get that mango Vitargo, like Taylor said, and make it happen. All right. We'll put a link down below and you'll get 1% better in your training period so that you trust in that process. You trust in your Vitargo and it will help you. That was like such teacher mode. I felt like right there. That's the TED talk for the day. All right. I'm just being real with you. I just went all sciencey. I went salesman. I went real life experience and gave you an example. So I just want you to, I just want to let you know that. All right. Okay. We're going to go to a quick ad. We'll be right back uh, after the break. All right. See, the Targo stuff's coming in now. Everybody's getting it. All right. Let's go to definitions here, and then we'll jump into what they all are. First one, definition of trust. So trust is a firm belief in the reliable or reliability, ability, or strength of someone or something. Okay, so the example is relations have to be built on trust. So firm belief in the reliability or strength of someone or something. It's a good one. And the next one, definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something or a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. We got a lot of stuff to uh, break down in here, I think. Where do you want to start? <laughs> this could be mumble-jumbled. Uh, I think we should start with, I think the biggest difference, so faith and trust. A lot of people think of faith as in a spiritual context, like the God definition. Yeah. And I think people put trust in people or they trust something will get done or trust like the process so your experience or somebody else has done it and you believe that it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I think they kind of go hand in hand, but I also think that they're a little bit different. So, for instance, if I said, do you believe in God? People would say yes or no. And I say, why? And then what do people say? Because I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's not or, like a. Go ahead. I was like, or they go into like their story. They're like, kind of like come to Jesus story. Yeah, but it's still not. Uh, they still. They didn't physically see Jesus, though. You know. I mean, they might have. I guess, but it's different than trust. So like, okay, so who's the person you trust the most in your life? You can't say yourself. Because I think you should have, that should be number one. Yeah, I but, was about to say that. And we'll, I we'll get, about to say okay, that. fine. We can use that. Whatever. <laughs> we can use that. Why? Why do you trust yourself? Why? Yeah. 
because I'm closest to myself. Okay, you're closest to yourself. I think, yeah. And I feel like everyone should trust themselves most. But how do you know, like, what builds that trust in yourself? You know yourself, obviously. But what, what builds the trust yeah. in yourself? Yes. Taking risk. Seeing the outcome. Explain. Like, I don't continuously want to relate it to working out, but like taking the risk of like maxing out or going up another few pounds and pushing it and seeing myself succeed. That builds self. Or taking like a trip, like I took a trip to Arizona last year by mm-hmm. myself. Like I have to trust myself a lot. And that's a challenging yourself a lot. And being by yourself and going to a different place in a new area. And that, so that built a lot of trust, a lot of understanding within me. So you, so then I, like the, the trip I took by myself was a huge risk and, and that just to be able to, just to see how it felt and like, if I'd be able to do it. Just getting out of your comfort zone, essentially to take a trip by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that I feel is one, like, one way I build trust myself. So you, you or, to... or continuously building positive habits in myself. So do you say you believed in yourself more when you got back from the trip because you know you can do another thing? Yeah. It's like something that like I don't need certain people to go with me for me to experience life. Yeah. So I think I think that's a good point. Cause I think a lot of the time we so trust is something that you build or see in yourself, right? So you did it, you had the experience. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I trust myself more, right? If you lift, uh, you bench 185 pounds, then you believe, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So next time you do it, it's like, I've already done this. But if you're trying to go to 200 pounds, yeah. then it's a little more like, I don't know if I can do this. You might not have the faith, right? Mm-hmm. But because trust usually comes before faith because you've built that reputation with yourself or with uh, whoever your relationship uh, is with. Uh, so I think it's really easy to have trust before faith because you see the trust and you build it and you don't see faith. It's like believing without proof. <coughs> so I think that's where they're a little bit different is that faith is kind of second to first, if we're talking about a specific relationship with somebody, unless you talk about the spiritual side. Now, that's back to my point where you say, I say, do you believe in God? They say yes or no. They say why? And I say why? They say because I do. Or they grew up with it, right? So your experiences obviously matter no matter what. Mm. Like, But why, why, do we, why do we have faith and we have never seen or trusted? I guess I shouldn't say trust because we might trust. Why do we trust without seeing it? How do we believe that? How do we how do we trust without seeing it? Yeah, like how do we have the definition of faith was basically believing without seeing, right? So we're basically trusting in. You could say spiritual. Most people say spiritual, but I don't want to turn it all into spiritual. I want to turn it into just general day to day. How do you have faith that um, when you take that risk to go by yourself or to start a new job or to move away or whatever? How do you have faith that it'll be okay in the end? On that risk because it could all go wrong how do you have faith that it won't that's 
the future is really, I don't know, none of our business. Like I, like, I have faith because I don't need to really worry about tomorrow. So do you does, think, that make, does that make sense? Yeah, like, like you, me going on my, on my on the trip, I was, I like I was nervous in it, and that because you're like you don't know what's gonna happen, but then the day like I knew like I was either gonna make myself better or mm-hmm. or I wasn't gonna make it back. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't so gonna leave did, the I wasn't gonna leave the airport. Like, you took your emotion out of it and didn't have yeah. to have that weight, I guess, on your shoulders. Yeah, because I. It, and yeah, so like I, I trust myself driving, and I have faith that other people won't hit me. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I trust I won't hit anyone. I have faith people won't hit me. And I think well, that's a good example because if you get on the road and every time you're stressed if somebody's gonna hit you or not, yeah. like that happened to me. I got in two car accidents in high school, and both accidents I was stopped at a stoplight, like my car was not moving, mm. and. Somebody rear-ended me both times. The second one, like, I, like, moved my car over because I saw him flying. So I just moved over a little bit. And they smashed the whole left side of my car. Um, Guy actually went to jail. He was drunk and high, like, three times over the legal limit for um, drinking. And obviously, marijuana was illegal um, at the time. So it was, like, (coughs) after that, I didn't, like, trust or have faith. See, I would say I didn't have faith because it's – it's not a trust. I didn't trust other drivers because I had the experience. Yeah. But I also didn't have faith because uh, I can't control the other drivers. But I was like, this already it's happened. Kind of, it's kind of like sleeping. You always have faith you're going to wake, wake up, up in the morning. Yeah. Um, again, if, you, if you're if you stressed about that, like I would look at my rearview mirror all the time after that happened. Because I thought it would happen again. So I was like, I got to be ready. And so my car doesn't get hit for the third mm-hmm. time. <laughs> um, <laughs> And now it's like, I don't think about it because it's, I've built that, you know what? I can't uh, control other people. If it hits my car, they hit my car, you know? So I think the less stress is really important. So for instance, um, especially when I was like growing up in stressful situations, the person I trusted the most was my mom. Because I know if I say, mom, can you do this, this, and this? She'll say yes. And it takes it off my plate and I don't have to think about it. So I, I, one, she's my mom. So I just naturally trusted her. Um, that's not true for all people. I don't think though. And two, we grew up in like a very religious household. So I had faith that I guess God would put me where I need to go. And now that's what I think about kind of not having uh, an idea of where my life might be going. So I just, I just have faith that I'm on the right path and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Kind of like you said, if you go to Arizona by yourself and you either, you either make it back or you don't like you have faith that, Hey, you know what? If it's supposed to happen like this, it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really nice to take that uh, stress out and just have somebody be reliable, whether that's a friend, that's a parent, that's a spouse, uh, that's a spiritual figure um, really helps kind of you live more of a joyful life because you're not stressed about the little things. I think that's a cool thing to have. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you're better at faith or trust? Like, are you good at trusting people? Probably too much. Hey, I, yeah. Explain. <laughs> and that, oh, I just feel like I just trust people right away that they're going to do the right thing. They're not going to do the wrong thing. 
Yeah, my grandpa's like that. And then we're people, so we make wrong decisions, dumb decisions. But overall, I feel like right when I first meet someone, they have a lot of trust that I give them. Really? Yeah. Why are you so open to people? Like, like, Because I'm probably, mine depends on the person. Like if I'm doing a, like let's say I start a new job. My coworker, I'm probably pretty trusting of because it's their job and I expect them to get it done. But I'm not going to tell them anything about my personal life that I feel like uh, makes me vulnerable or they have something above my head because I don't know that person. Mm. So how, how can you be so trusting, I guess, is like, like you did, how do you gain that trait, I guess? <laughs> I feel like I've always had it. I don't know. I really don't know. I've just always been in that. It's always just been there. Because mm-hmm. then, like, especially in my work, when I first, now I'm, I've learned and that the, the trust in people, but at work, I used to get burnt a lot right at the beginning because I would just trust that kids would do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And now I know they don't. <laughs> but at, like, at first, I got burnt all the time on just like thinking that people will do the right thing or people will like make good decisions. Yeah. And rarely does that happen. And I don't know why, but I still have faith. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say. So if kids like, for instance, I know kids are not going to get stuff done at school as well. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I don't really, I don't know if it's a have faith that I, I still think they'll get it done. It's more of, I don't care anymore. So how do you keep, caring and how do you keep having faith like they've you've had the experience you've had the they've broken your trust over and over technically they that's what they've done right right how do you still have faith that they're going to get it done after a thousand times like that takes a lot of energy to be like oh yeah Yeah. they're still good kids they're going to get it done you know it's crazy story so this kid we had to go hands-on with him and all that and Anyway, I ended up getting punched and kicked in the fifth. I think I said this on the last episode. But then we stood up, walked back. I mean, and then, like, the next day I made a goal with him because his headphones broke. Mm-hmm. And that, too, uh, like, to essentially change, do better. Yeah. But, like, right away I was, I made a goal with him. After this man just assaulted me, I still made a goal with him. But I still, like, have that, like, belief that people can still be good. So maybe it's like a desire. Yeah. Maybe it's not really a belief, but we change it to a desire. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look up the definition of desire quick, because that's interesting to me. Like wanting something. Yeah, a strong feeling of wanting or to have something or wishing for something to happen. So maybe, maybe a lot of times when we have faith, it's our faith is so strong because we desire it because really faith is believing without seeing right or um what was the formal definition yeah complete trust or confidence and there's no way you have complete trust or confidence after he's shown you a million times that he's going to get this he's going to do things correctly right mm-hmm. maybe for a day but overall he hasn't shown you anything different mm-hmm. and to keep that faith this is so challenging because like in the NFL, you just be cut. 
But yeah. you putting all that time and effort into somebody and I guess having that faith, even though they don't have it, it's because you desire. So yeah, men's kids, I just don't like. You also, think it's- when that, like, the, after a point, repetitively, people show me, like, they choose the wrong thing or whatever. Maybe it's just that, like, want or trust that. Like, to do better. Yeah, that I won't quit on them. See, I wonder what the world would be like if, so, if, it, if we just put some time and effort into people, I wonder what it would be like. But we're so into the now. Um, right. Like, for instance, in the kicking world, if I see, like, there's a high school kid who I think could be really good, no matter if they suck or not, if I was a college coach, I would still sign them. Because I saw them personally, and I believe that they're going to be better in a year or two years. And they might never be. I might be wrong. They might not make it so-called in time. Mm-hmm. But I think once we get that belief in our brain, again, we talked last week how hard it is to change people's minds. Yeah. Like, it's That's an example. You know, also I have faith or trust in, and uh, that my mom or even you. is a, I, I think it's just maybe it comes from my dad. But hiring people off Craigslist. Okay. Yeah. Like they came, like I have a few oh, people come work car? in my car. Yeah. And people tell me all like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna rob you, they're gonna show you. And I'm like, if it happens, it happens. Like Yeah, see, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. Cause I'm not like a like I said, I'm not a good trusting person unless yeah. I know you. No. Uh, but I also I will say this. If I know of you, um, like, for instance, a couple, it was probably three years ago now, uh, Christian and Abby, you know, Nate's friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stayed with Abby for a kicking camp in Arizona. Um, so I had to pay for a very expensive hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I've never met her. I was just like, hey, can I can I stay at your place? And she's just like, yeah, that's fine. And like we, she knew Nate, I knew Nate. So we were mutual like friends through him, but we had never met. So I think it's a little more trustworthy when you have – somebody recommend them or uh you know of them in some sort right that makes it a lot easier you know it's who you know yeah it's not just a stranger that you're like (laughs) like airbnbs for instance now they have all these like ratings and reviews but at the start it's literally hey you want to stay at my house yeah like that's kind of sketchy to me there's a lot of trust uber drivers yeah same yeah and now it's just like okay you're putting a lot of faith in them but i think to actually like build that relationship like, for instance, I stayed with, um, well, now they're married, Christian and Abby, uh, about a month and a half ago now in, actually it was only a month ago, in Phoenix again. And Christian and I had a great talk for like two hours. Like we were definitely building a relationship and it was trustworthy because we were sharing ideas, stories, experiences, um, and we were making ourselves more vulnerable like, hey, this is what I want to do with my life. This is what I want to do with my life. Here's where I think I'm at now. Like, that's the kind of conversation mm-hmm. that gets going deeper, right? Like, my fiance and I, there's been two big changing, two big turning points in our relationship. And they both were very uh, long and emotional conversations about where we're at and what we need. So I think without those, we, we would not be where we're at. We'd either be way behind, I guess, where we are now, or we'd be separated because we didn't have, I guess, the guts to have the conversation. And a lot of times, another thing I was thinking about, this doesn't go with trust. It kind of goes with 
getting 1% better though. A lot of the times we say like, we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Right. So we're on the phone. Let's say I'm talking to you on the phone and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, then we just say on the phone, like anyways, or okay. Like, and then I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to go get my lunch ready now, even though I probably already have it ready. I need to say, you know what? All right. It's good talking to you. We don't have anything else to talk about. I talk to you later. Bye but we always beat around the bush, you know? So that doesn't build a relationship or build the trust. Cause that just goes off of, it's not a lie, but it doesn't build like you have their back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you're not being real with them. Yeah. I think that was just an interesting, uh, it just comes with like confidence in yourself too. And trust. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, here's kind of a loaded question. You got something else. Uh, I do, but it's okay that you go go through questions. Okay, I was gonna say, why, why is having trust or faith important, or knowing the difference between them? How does that bring value? How does it bring value? Yeah, what's what's the value in getting one percent better? I was just, I was just saying about the all the value of faith on like such a broad basis. If it's just taken in like spiritual context, like the believing in God. Rather God exists or doesn't exist, believing in him takes almost zero effort. And therefore, like... I wouldn't say zero effort. But, I would say it takes some effort. But okay. you can't be harmed by believing. Yes. I guess that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like in building or having a relationship with something or someone you've never seen before nor heard. And that physically touched and that at the end of your life like you, it's you're gonna you're gonna die at some point so like what's yeah. what's next yeah yeah I always, so if that puts you in a perspective of dying and just dying and going to hell if there mm-hmm. is or going to an eternal life you really like can't say like yeah uh, not for me yeah I'm just not going to roll the dice over here. Yeah. Would I, would I tell people, so I believe like if you have some sort of faith, I think that it, you have a more, you have an extra like sense of you. There's something more about you. Not yeah. to say that it's bad to not have that. I just think they're missing something. And when you have faith on this, the spiritual level, this world is very temporary. Correct. And there, so therefore your emotions are also temporary. Yeah. But I'm going to say more enlightened. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of like what you're going like off that. of. Yeah. And that's why like people always like, I feel like people are such in touch with their faith. I wouldn't say I'm at that point. And I feel like I've been on a roller coaster. I'm a little bit farther down, but there's some people. I, would, like, I wouldn't say farther down because I learned a lot about okay. that. There yeah. is no farther down. I guess, there is no scale. Correct. But. Anyway, there's like some people that really like, I don't want to say on fire, but really have a set, Mm -hmm. like. They care more about what God would think of them rather than what the world thinks. And then like people are like, they want that. Yeah. And that early, that's like, they're chasing like, because they feel empty and they're chasing that like fullness. It's very challenging. I feel like to get to that because literally like Buddhism, that's literally what you're trying to reach is enlightenment. You know, it's so challenging. Um, what I always tell people as well is 
it's like people who I'm like trying to talk to faith about. Um, so I used to not like talking about faith and now I love it. Cause I think it's a great conversation to have, but one, I think they're more kind of enlightened. Yes. But also I always say, if you believe in God and he's not real, nothing bad can happen, right? You die, you just go in the ground, right? right. But if, lose. Yep. But if there is a God and you don't believe and you have heaven versus hell, then you are going to wish you believed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like you can't go wrong by believing in God. You really can't. If you put your faith and you still discern, and we'll go this in another episode with discerning, but if you trust, because even though you can't see God, you have experiences with God if, if you look, right? So you still have that faith or that trust. I mean, you believe because you have some sort of an experience, like you said, the come to Jesus moment earlier. So you can't go wrong. Um, yeah. What was my, I don't even remember my original question. Oh, the buy brings value, right? Yeah. It brings value. It's kind of like, yeah, like trust, I just, trusting your your next step, like that the ground yeah. is still going to be there. Exactly. And you, you have to make that decision no matter what. But if you feel like you've had a direction to go, it's a lot easier to make that decision. Even if you're going in blindly, it's easier to make that decision when you feel like someone's behind you. And another thing I, I want to say is, so I'm, I'm much better at faith than trust. Okay. I kind of hit on that earlier. I'm good at trust. Once I make myself vulnerable, because I think being vulnerable is super important. I think that's a good way to build trust. Um, but I'm really good at faith. When I was like, I guess, privileged as a kid and I kind of like saw like what, um, more faith can bring me, I guess. Or what a good relationship was. Yeah, yeah. What a yeah, that's a great point. What a good relationship was or should look like. Um but I'm bad at trust and good at faith because I want to do everything by myself. I want to control everything. I'm not very good at letting go of control. So it's hard for me to trust that people will get it done and for me to be patient enough to get it done. Cause again, I have that desire mm. to do whatever it is. Right. So if people don't meet my expectations, that makes it really hard for me to trust them because things aren't getting done or, um, they're not up to par on whatever my vision is. So I struggle with the trust of, um, things like that. Not, it doesn't even mean like they're a good person or a bad person. It's just more so, just a mentality. I mean, yeah, that's a good way to put it, a mentality. And I also, because on the flip side, I firmly believe, like let's say somebody murdered somebody. I firmly believe that they could have just made a mistake. Yeah. Like I believe those people still can go to heaven if they feel like they're sorry. So like, I trust that that's a thing. Kind of like you with the kids. Obviously, it's if they're not sorry, then it's a different story, but. Yeah. Um, so I'm way better at faith because I know God will never do anything wrong. So it's easy for me to just be like, like I grew up with it and I've had those little God moments, talked to a lot of people. So I just, I have those little moments of trust and I just have that faith. And again, I don't want to have the stress. So I just mm -hmm. see you. Okay. 
you take it now worldly that's way harder than it is uh, on a daily basis you know what i mean like to not be in the world and be more like what god said but i think each path is kind of your own you know mm -hmm. so it's interesting so why not make it the best path heck yeah and that uh, that's what that's what, what? I'm trying to think there's like a quote or i heard it somewhere where it's like like always always take the risk always it's like always shoot your shot and that like take the job take like ask the girl out ask the guy yeah. out yeah yeah it's on a uh, podcast i heard that too and that because like at the end of the day like you're still standing where you are yeah even if you missed yeah i was like and i, I was like that was such a, a good, good i i totally agree though um, because i was listening and i doubt it was the same podcast but i was listening to this thing too and how there's a couple of things one worldly don't don't think about that like liver king like does no doesn't wear a shirt doesn't wear shoes works out in the middle of central park like doing weird stuff like who cares what you look like so i'm i'm turning that into my faith like who cares what other people think what does god think you know so that's one thing to build that again to build that trust and not only like believe in yourself but also like your faith um because i I mean, we said usually trust comes before faith. It's a lot easier to trust and then have faith. It's also a lot easier to break trust than faith. When you have faith, like you said, the kid, this is a great, this is going off tangent here. Good. But I think it brings good value. So you said earlier about the kid, oh, this kid always does something wrong. But you still have faith that he's going to make it right, no matter what, because you desire that to happen and you want him to do it. You just want him to see that, you know? Yeah. But it's way easier to break the trust. Like let's say there's another kid and he did something wrong and you're like, ah, maybe not, right? Mm. So once that person's trust is broken, it's hard to gain back. But the faith, it's hard to break. Mm. And once it's broken, it's even more hard to get back, I think. Once again, due to experiences. Right? If you had that one bad apple, you're like not coming back. Um, right. But anyways, what did you what did you say before I on I got on my tangent with the mantra? Oh, as I said, it's a good mantra to live by. Yeah, what was the what was the thing before that that I went on my tangent about just now? Uh, it was it was essentially it's like always like always like live live life and like a oh yeah so the, yeah another podcast they say like I've I've asked hundred girls out and I've always got, I've always struck out. Right. And then a hundred and one found my wife. Mm -hmm. So if you never take that risk is you're not going to do anything. Like you can't ever grow if you're not vulnerable or take risks. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think is most important. And it's really hard to grow a faith or have faith in somebody. If you don't do anything to grow it. Right. Mm -hmm. Us doing this podcast was essentially a risk. Mm -hmm. Right. We have to grow our relationship. We have to grow our technology yeah. uh, methods. We have to trust um, that we're doing the right thing and it might not happen overnight. Uh, there's a lot of different things that go along with it. But if we believe in the process that we're doing the right thing, eventually it'll work out. You know, so I think that's just an interesting topic. Um, also, yeah, I kind of hit there's trust and faith. Um, 
Another thing I would say for trusting is it depends on how they go about it. Okay, so if, for instance, so you want that kid to trust you back, right, with the faith that you have this kid's going to do good. If he doesn't trust that you're doing the best things for him, for his benefit, then you're never going to get the results you want, even though you're faithful for him forever. You know what I mean? So, for instance, I had a soccer coach in um, like 13, 14, 15 years old who totally believed in me, who let me do basically whatever I felt necessary to, um, I guess, shoot the ball, score, whatever, go to the tournaments I think would benefit us. Like we literally went to a tournament because I said, I was like, we got to go here. Uh, And he had full-fledged faith in me. I responded a lot better to him and another coach I had later in life where it's like, if you make a mistake, there's no room for you here, you know? So it depends on how they go about building that trust. I'm not very good at people who yell at me and say, do this, do that. I'm more of a like, hey, what do you think we need here? Or having a say or feeling more power and control or showing me that they care mm-hmm. rather than being like, this is how it's done. Either get in or get out. Yeah. And other people are the opposite, right? Um, so I think the way people go about building that trust matters in the relationship. That being said, the million dollar answer from me with trust versus faith is that you need both. <laughs> What a cop-out answer. Um, I think you have to build faith, or sorry, build trust before you have that faith, unless it's something you desire. Mm. Then I think that faith's there, and you got to look for people that you feel like you can trust, and you got to give them the benefit of the doubt and be patient, because sometimes you're going to get burned. But if you have that faith and you feel like you're doing the right thing, it will work out in the end. Clip that sucker. That was a great value piece right there. How, how do you build faith and trust? Great question. Um, well, I've talked about vulnerability. Uh, other people, though, so scientists, professionals, have other things um, that they say. And keep in mind, we're talking two different contexts usually, right? Usually faith is more spiritually based mm-hmm. um, or no proof and trusting is there's proof or there's been a lineage of some sort that has grown that or um, made it disappear right so that's just something to think about i also think you need balance for both of them mm-hmm. i think a little bit they go hand in hand um, based on your experiences um, and other things in life but first of all i kind of hit on uh this is from psychology today They say to say what you mean and mean what you say. For instance, the phone call example that we gave. If I got to do something, I'm just done talking to you. I got to say, like, I got to be real with you rather than saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. And then next thing you know, you don't get anything done. You got to be real with somebody. And you need to back it up. Mm -hmm. You say, yep, this, this, and this, and this. And then three weeks later, you're still saying, oh, yeah, I do this, 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 you know. Like that doesn't show, um, I guess, very good trust. Yeah, people are going to trust you if you say one thing and then act a certain. Yeah. yeah, 
I mean, that's just common sense right there. Yeah. Talked about vulnerability. Um, this one I think you're really good at, and I'm not. It's to remember the role of respect. Because once again, if they don't hit my expectations, I'm not very patient in that. And I'm not very good. No, background for uh, audience. I'm not very good at explaining my vision very good. Like I can't, I can't uh, implore that to others as clean as I would like. I'm getting better at that, especially in teaching to like explain directions. But my vision is so vivid. And it's easy to disappoint me because I don't have, because I have the expectations, but I can't put them on the others. Whereas I think you're more patient with people and more understanding of their situation, less judgmental, which I'm trying to work on, less selfish. So overall, you're just a little more, I guess, of a calm presence. Yeah, very much so. And with me, people, it's very hard to get like, like someone to rile me up yeah. or get me out of like, I don't know, my calm state, yeah. my neutral state. Is this just, I don't know. I, I really don't know when it happened. I really start paying attention to it. Like, it wasn't worth affecting my day on someone else's actions. Yeah. Really thing is good. And, uh, and so with that, like, <laughs> I caught myself the other day. And that, like, so we're right before this this kid had had kind of like shut down i was with a different group of kids and i was like trying to get them to motivate so we get back with the big group and there's this one kid i'm like i'm like come on you gotta walk like you gotta walk with me and then he like didn't come and then he said oh i thought i had to stay there and then i asked him i was like okay go get lined up at the door he goes and lines up at like not the door. I was like, <laughs> see, Ivy's over. I sure he did. And I, I was like, I was like, I was like getting like not mad, but I was like, this kid fuck like messing with me. Mm-hmm. I was like, this kid cannot be serious right now. Yeah, you know, you'd be surprised. And then I was like, I could, I could see myself like not getting, I kind of getting frustrated almost, yeah, like, but like I like wasn't together. there. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no way, this kid is like just like not mentally processing yeah. like what's happening. It's like, how now. can you think of that? Like, why wouldn't you go to like this? When I, like, cause like I was kind of like in a, like a rush to yeah. like get back and he was like slow and then doing things not like, it was like weird. He's like doing the opposite of what was being told him. And yeah. he was like, Again, when you're in a rush though, nobody's going fast enough for you. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was weird. I was like, I think this kid's definitely, I gotta be. Yeah. I would have been like, see, yeah, you probably handled that. I would have been like, dude, what is, you doing again expectations weren't met so i need to be a little more calm but you probably handled it a lot better than i would have you probably stopped waiting for him and then i was like okay we're going up this door i was like yeah and then he kind of walked in front and i was like okay that's the end of it (laughs) i just thought that yeah see you give you give (coughs) the next one is to give benefit of the doubt i'm not very good at that um but I'm working on it, especially with the equity in school. Like this kid might be late to class because he literally has to work for his family. And I'm not great at meeting people where they're at because I just – I'm like full – you take goal setting, I'm extreme. We've talked about this a yeah. bunch, right? So whatever – so my new thing right now that I'm really big on is – Approach? 
Well, approach is something that I need to work on, and I think that's <laughs> that's been a good no. So this whole season's about like influence, right? Yeah. I think approach is something I've been learning through our podcast episodes, and we're gonna le- learn that um, a little bit more in a couple episodes coming up, I think. But not so much approach. But I was gonna say is I've learned um, more of the. I guess I just had more experience of equity and meeting people where they're at based on what they're trying to do, even though I'm such a goal person. So for instance, right now I've been trying to plan our honeymoon. We're going to take a little trip. I want to hit a bunch of bucket list things, right? Cause I'm never going to do them again. I want to cross this bucket list off. I've always been about that. But one of my things is there's like 159 UN countries or something. I want to go to all of them. As crazy as that sounds, I do everything in my power to make it happen. People are like, this is dumb. This is dumb. Like, I'm going to hit it, right? Nobody's going to stop me. So if you get in my way, watch out. Like, I just have faith it's going to happen. But I've been trying to have more, like, openness to meet my own situation where I'm at. Okay, I don't, I'm not rich. I can't go to all these countries, right? I got to meet myself where I'm at. Okay, my fiance, who will be my wife, can, can she take, moving around this fast at this much time. There's other things I need to do in my life as well. It's humbling really to be like, Hey, I can't do all this and really learning to meet people where they're at based on their circumstances and be okay with it. Remember when I travel, I'm always like, we got to hit everything. Cause I'm never coming back. I got more places I want to go. And then this summer, literally everywhere I tried to go, we had, we had to go back to IRL. I have to go back to Key West. I got to do all this stuff over again. Cause I couldn't hit something because something went wrong. So instead of me being angry about it, I just let it go. Again, the stress factor, and it's still an experience, still something I can talk about. Exactly. So just it's, you have to go back doesn't mean things have yeah, changed. Yeah. So I'm trying to meet people. Yeah. So I'm trying to meet people where they're at and use that in my own experience. It's really easy mm-hmm. if you use it on yourself before you use it on others. It'll be portrayed a lot more clean, mm-hmm. just like the vision I'm talking about onto others. So that's something. Not really my approach necessarily, but just more of meeting people where they're at, which is kind of like giving the benefit of the doubt. Um, we, made me a lot more joyful too. We went in the fall, didn't we? Yeah, so, that's why we're going in the, the spring, spring this time. Yeah. So we See? get both experiences. Yes. See? Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to talk about how building trust comes, like, that's why I asked about approach. This is, I think, approach how you like kind of like how like you're talking about how like the approach of your coaches um differed on your, your outcome oh yeah and uh and uh, i was saying like, like that builds trust or loses trust one point quick i guarantee you neither coach thought about the outcome that's just like their personality or what they mm-hmm. did right so if they can make that uh more beneficial then i think it's a lot easier to get the, that outcome but they're building that trust Yeah, and I think that uh, that kind of goes oh. along with number six is to like. Ex- so we number six is to express your feelings functionally, especially when it's tough, right? So if their approach is more sentimental, building yes. that relationship, yeah. then it's a lot easier to build that trust and have that vulnerability, like we talked about earlier, rather than not have the relationship and just cutthroat. Mm. 
so then when they express their feelings, like I say, I don't express them very good. Like the vision, it's not very functional. So I need to work on that, but I'm doing it through, um, being more meaningful where they're at, not necessarily approach. It's just where they are. I just live with it Mm -hmm. versus in your example, I think you're talking about like building that relationship with the approach and then you get out like you said what you put in so you're not thinking about the outcome but you approach it so that you get the outcome you're looking for yeah and i was also kind of like talking about like building trust is with like the approach and that like the some kids are more or some people and that need more attention yeah and that need more guidance need more help and that uh than others and that yeah and so like having different approaches to different people and being able to navigate those and have just having a wider ability of your like personality and everything is very helpful yeah when it comes to the outcome and helping people and uh, i agree and then, then within that it builds trust especially if you're coming at a kid or a person that uh, when you're approaching them the, the right way and that, or the way that they best react to the approach or yeah. whatever, and that the trust automatically is being built there. Yeah. Um, number six, we've already talked about a lot to build trust in a relationship. That was to take a risk. And then the last one, number seven, is to be willing to give as well as receive. So I think in, let's talk your approach example here. As long as you're putting forth the effort and then they're reciprocating that, again, that's when relationships totally grow or you get the outcome you both are looking for in terms of a team, right? It's like being a leader. Um, so I think, no. go ahead. No, you're good. I was going to say, I think in my life right now, the biggest thing I think about is my selfishness in my relationships when I give more, it ends up flowing a lot better. Right? Then I don't got to worry about people being mad at me. I don't got to worry about um, what's going on because the only thing that is things are missing is that something's missing in my life. And if I can live with that, that's a lot easier than having somebody else have to miss something in their life. Right. And if you start having that like more compromising stuff, then it's a lot easier to both get kind of what you want and everybody can live with it. And then it's a lot better flow. And in the end, like, let's say I need to do an extra workout someday. My relationships, whoever that, whoever I'm supposed to do something with will hopefully understand that, Hey, we'll make this up another time or we'll figure it out that this is important right now that you can do that. Whereas if you never follow through, you never give, you only get, then it's going to be like, okay, this person's not really like, for me right now right so it's a lot harder um to build that relationship the parallels of today is insane the my fortune cookie from today says the act of giving is more important than receiving and that's funny we went to we had a fortune cookie uh we went got chinese like three weeks ago mm-hmm. and my and steph's cookie was the same same fortune really yep did it come true 
I don't even remember what it was. We threw it away because it was the same. They, they copied it, so I was mad. But yeah. Or design. That's, uh, we thought, I was going to say if dad, because my parents were here, I was like, if dad says this too, then it definitely means something. <laughs> now, I think they just they just copied on fortune mm-hmm. cookies or jibber jabber, placebo effect stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, anything else on uh, faith and trust until we get to 1440 this week? That's all I got. All right, challenge for this week. Um, we're going to make a change a little bit. It's going to be really simple this week. Just get vulnerable. Ask a friend. Ask somebody else. Ask a coworker. Um, somebody you coach, somebody you get coached by, ask someone this week what you could gain, what, what you could do to gain their trust. Why are you a trustworthy person? Why you're not? What do they look for in trust? Have a, have a conversation about trust and just be open about it, right? Take that risk, be vulnerable, give, get, and just, that's a good start to build a relationship right there. Mm-hmm. Especially if you need to work in a team at work, uh, especially if you're in a organization like a, a sports team, mm-hmm. all that stuff helps helps you gel. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll end it at that. Uh, thanks for tuning in uh, today, guys. Hopefully, you tune in for the fourteen forty on Thursday, and uh, have a great week. And we'll catch you later. Love you. Bye.